Today on the newscast, Israeli airstrikes near Damascus, the second Israeli strikes in Syria in the past week alone. Plus, major clashes atop the Temple Mount today after a week of Hamas provocations. Get all the breaking details next. Folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. We warned about this on yesterday's newscast, and sure enough, we had major clashes atop Jerusalem's Temple Mount today, instigated by Hamas and other Palestinian terror groups. Now, we want to get into those Israeli airstrikes in Syria, too, in the past week alone, including strikes last night around Damascus. We'll get into that in a minute, but a quick breaking news update here. As we reported on yesterday's newscast, if you missed it, you can check it out here in our archives. Hamas and other Palestinian terror groups held a meeting on Wednesday in Gaza. They released a statement after that meeting pledging to, quote, escalate their activities against Israel. They called for hundreds of thousands of Palestinians to flock to the Temple Mount today, Friday, April 15th, Good Friday, and also the day where Jews begin their observance of Passover. Hamas and these other terror groups called for hundreds of thousands of Palestinians to swarm the Temple Mount and basically attack Israelis, in particular Israeli police and security services working on and around the Temple Mount. And lo and behold, folks, that's exactly what happened. We had some 50,000 Palestinians gather on the Temple Mount today, in particular at the Al-Aqsa Mosque for Friday prayers. Now, not all of them clearly were carrying out violence against Israelis, but a good number absolutely attacked Israeli police and security services with everything from stones to bottles to firecrackers, projectiles. Not only that, throwing stones at the Western Wall below the Temple Mount and at Jewish worshipers who were there praying at the Western Wall. It got very nasty, and it got very ugly quick. And Israeli security services, of course, had to protect themselves, Israeli police. And there were clashes atop the Temple Mount. Eventually, Israeli police had to go into the Al-Aqsa Mosque and make arrests. Uh, Some 400 Palestinians were reportedly arrested. There were many injuries as well. Now, Israeli police in this instance and in past instances, have tried everything they can to not enter the Al-Aqsa Mosque. But when Palestinians are attacking you from the mosque, number one, and number two, storing weapons inside the mosque, then Israeli authorities have a very difficult decision to make. Now, on yesterday's newscast, we showed you a clip from last year. Danny the Digger Herman, our good friend here on The Watchman, and myself... We were on the Temple Mount, and we filmed in the shadow of the Temple Mount right after that war last year, that May 2021 war between Israel and Hamas, which Hamas instigated, key point here, over the Temple Mount. It was all about Jerusalem. It was the Al-Aqsa War, in Hamas's words. And they say that Israel has, quote, invaded the Temple Mount, that Israel is defiling the Al-Aqsa Mosque. And Hamas kicked things off last year by firing rockets towards Jerusalem. And again, they said it was all about Al-Aqsa. They're saying the same thing this year, practically one year later. We're approaching the one-year anniversary of that Hamas-Israel war in May 2021. So folks, 
This is a tinderbox type situation, to say the least. Things eventually settled down, and apparently Friday prayers ended without incident, but again, they sure kicked off with quite a firestorm atop the Temple Mount, where yes, today the Al-Aqsa Mosque and the Dome of the Rock do stand, but in days past, both ancient Jewish temples, Solomon's Temple, Herod's Temple, as laid out in the Bible, stood atop the Temple Mount, and for Christians, that is where Jesus prayed and taught, chased out the money changers, prayed there as a young boy. Uh, so great, profound significance for Christians and Jews. No doubt it's the holiest site in Judaism, obviously very holy for Christians as well. And Muslims say that it, Jerusalem is the third holiest site in Islam, yet Jerusalem is never mentioned in the Quran, not even once. Very interesting nugget there to know about, but we're keeping a very close eye on this because the concern is this could spiral out of control with, again, Hamas explicitly calling for more violence and Hamas members marching to the Temple Mount today carrying Hamas flags, a combustible situation. Again, the gasoline poured on it by Hamas and other Palestinian terror groups. So again, as we're moving into Passover here, we are moving into Easter weekend. We're praying for the peace of Jerusalem as we're mandated to do as followers of Jesus in the word of God. But right now, the likes of Hamas don't seem to want anything resembling peace at all. In fact, they want to wipe Israel off the map. Moving on to other diabolical forces in the region, the Iranian regime continues to attempt to establish a beachhead in Syria at Israel's doorstep. Iran, Hezbollah, and Iran's various proxies there in Syria. And Israel has responded twice in the past week. We have seen Israeli airstrikes. Now, last Saturday, in a rare daytime strike, that was Saturday, April 9th, Israel struck around the city of Hama in northwestern Syria. Fast forward to last night, Thursday, April 14th, late night, Israel carried out airstrikes near Damascus, the Syrian capital. Now, we're not sure exactly what the targets were in both instances, but a few things to keep in mind here, folks. Uh, number one, when Israel strikes in Syria, nine times out of ten, if not ten times out of ten, it is to eliminate Iranian weapons shipments that would not only be used in Syria, but handed off to Hezbollah in southern Lebanon for use against Israel at Israel's doorstep. Think of those precision-guided missiles, PGMs for short, which would be a game-changer in all the wrong ways for Israel if Hezbollah were to get their hands on them. Think of those attack drones. Now, reportedly, this attack uh, that Israel carried out around Damascus last night may have been targeting drones shipped from Iran into Syria. Iran obviously becoming a drone superpower in the region and handing off not only the drone technology, but the drones themselves, in many cases, to their proxies, including Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad, Hezbollah, the Houthis in Yemen, and those Shia militias in Iraq and Syria. Israel cannot let that happen. And the PGMs and the drones could change the face of warfare in the regions, again, in all the wrong ways for Israel. Quick note along those lines, Israel tested a laser defense system this week that could support Iron Dome. More on that in the days to come as well. A fascinating story there. And apparently, the laser-based missile defense is much cheaper 
an Iron Dome and David Sling and these other Israel missile defense batteries. Another thing to keep in mind with Damascus and Syria, obviously Russia is still there and Israel's conducting these airstrikes uh, under Russia's watchful eye in Syria, no doubt. We have thousands of Russian troops there. They have been there since September 2015. Russia has allowed these strikes to continue without stepping in and trying to put a stop to them. Israel maintains freedom of movement still, but as we've reported here in the newscast, folks, those days could come to an end eventually because various Russian diplomats and officials, including Russia's ambassador to Syria, have slammed Israel over those airstrikes in Syria. And look, we have prophetic implications on a few levels there. Number one, when we're talking Damascus, we think of Isaiah 17, which foretells a day where Damascus will cease to be a city. That's what the Bible says. And also Ezekiel 38 and 39, the war of Gog and Magog, which Russia leads against Israel in, quote, the latter days. So a lot going on here, and all of this has a prophetic connection for sure. Well, as we laid out for you here today on the newscast, Israel's enemies continue their attempts to push closer to the Golan Heights from Syria and launch attacks against the Jewish state. That's why this month's Arts of Box subscription is so important, featuring Israeli-made products straight from the Golan. We've been partnering with Artsa for a while now because we really believe in what they are doing. Archa delivers a little piece of the Holy Land to your doorstep with their unique quarterly subscription boxes. Now, each box features amazing products from a different city or region in Israel, all made in Israel by Israeli small businesses. They are now featuring a special Golan Heights box with incredible products from that beautiful and ancient region, one of my favorite places in all of Israel. Hey, Easter is here, Mother's Day and Father's Day are coming up, and this is a great gift for anyone in your life who loves God's land and wants to fulfill that biblical mandate to bless Israel through supporting Israeli small businesses in this case. Now, in the process, you're helping to strengthen Israeli communities in the Golan Heights. So just go to artsabox.com and use the discount code WATCHMAN18 to get 18% off your Artsabox subscription. It's a good deal and a great cause, and we hope you enjoy it. We also hope you enjoy your Easter weekend and Resurrection Sunday. Happy Easter to all my Jewish friends around the world as well. Happy Passover. Until Monday, thanks for joining us here in the Watchman Newscast. God bless you, and remember, never hold your peace.